0: Oh, yeah. Round and round, and round. round, and round. I calm. Still clown with the underground when we come around. <laughs> Stronger than ever. Back to get wrecked. All respect to those who break their neck to keep their hopes in check it. So they sweat a brother majorly, and out not She me every time she sees me, she squeeze me. Lady, take it easy. Ain't that sound sleazy, but tease me. I don't want it if it's that easy. Hey, yo, bust it. David yeah. got a problem saying bye-bye. Just another habit of a fly guy. Now ask why don't matter. My pockets got fatter. Now everybody's looking over. the ladder. And ain't no. I'm gonna see you wanna number, baby. When you need and I'll be there in a jiffy. Don't be picky, just be happy with this quickie. When you learn you can't time it down, baby dog. Oh, check it out. I get, I get around. What you mean you don't know? Check it out. I get around. I get around. I get around. I get I get around. Hey yo, stop Let them hoes know Now you can tell from my everyday fits I ain't rich, so she can this sit with
1: them tricks I'm just another black man caught up with the mix Trying to make a dollar out of fits. stop Alright, welcome to the Jaywalk Podcast, man That, that, everybody knows that was I Get Around by my man, uh, Biggie Did <laughs> I just say Biggie? I mean, uh Valley, aka Tupac Shakur aka perhaps the best rapper of all time um we all know who that man was the great late Tupac Shakur man and um to this day he is missed to this day he is missed um I wanted I made a podcast about Pac already and it did so well I thought I'd make another one um I wanted to talk about his rise and his demise. He uh, said that, Now that was not on purpose, y'all. That was not on purpose, but dang, somebody should sign me real quick. Um, but on a serious note, um, this I wanted to talk about, I wanted to give him praise and, um, and tell us why we miss him so much and uh, how big of a loss that he, uh, he was not just hip-hop, but just music in general, because you're never going to see another like him, um, uh, uh this is dedicated to a, a relative of mine, who loves pop just as much as I do, and, um, Uh, i'm gonna try to make this as festive as possible um but first i gotta get some shout outs to uh to jen uh uh, she's like she's fine whoo she's fine uh we were playing um inside uh last week we was playing inside uh miniature golf and um i'm trying to tell y'all man she was good she was good. The winner, uh, if I won, uh, that I would have to, uh, uh, I, she has to go out with me. And, uh, if she won, I would have to put her on the podcast and name my podcast after her. So sorry, Jen, you're good. You're damn good. But you ain't good enough to be Jaywalk. You lost. And we're going to McDonald's. Yeah, I'm being cheap. We're going to McDonald's. Go see a $2 movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't drink or get high, so, but I'm going to buy some wine. The cheapest wine possible. <laughs> and we're going to have a great night. <laughs> Uh, I just want you to know, Jen, uh, nah, but on a serious note, um, you were very formidable. Uh, You won a rematch, but I will never, ever play you again. Um, When you got to the back nine, um, and and you were winning by a stroke, I I had to bring out, I brought the Tiger Woods out in me. They brought the tiger woods out in me and you know you know you know what I'm saying and y'all know how tiger get down that's how I get down and I won by three strokes but I know you listen to me so I just want you to know Alexa stop and um I just want you to know that uh thank you for challenging me though girl I mean you were good you're really good um I ain't going to lie to you. That's the first time in a long time on a golf course I thought I was going to lose. <laughs> uh, I'm one of those people where, you know, like I never think I'm going to lose. But you put the fear of life in me. And my win streak's still intact. But, um, Jen, um, there will be no rematches. <laughs> i say that. There will be no rematches. But, I digress, and this is a reason why Tupac is so revered, um, not just in only hip-hop, but in music in general. Uh, well, the first thing's first, man. Um, the first time I really got into Tupac was when I heard, um, I Get Around. Um... I was back in high school. I was in 10th grade when that song came out. I remember I seen the video. And, um. I was just floored. Because that's how our high school, you know, us high school boys. That's how we feel. Getting around and everything. Because the hormones are raging and everything else. And, man, ever since then, I was in love with Pac. Um. It was... That song, I Get Around, just always takes me back to a very special time where I ain't have no bills and uh, um, all I had to worry about was me pretty much eating my mother's cooking, eating my grandma's cooking, Um, trying to find a reason why I knocked on the door so late uh, that night when I knew curfew was 7 o'clock. <laughs> um, that was the first time I ever tasted alcohol. Uh, one of my cousins got a forty, and we was at the fair, and uh, and it, it, our boy was with me with us, and um, that's the first time I ever got tipsy, man. And it, it, it was a Colt forty-five. And we was going around the fair, uh, having a good time that night, man. And the memories, man. Uh, every time I hear Tupac and I hear I Get Around, that song takes me back to so that night I went to the fair, the state fair, you know, with my cousin and our homie. And um, that is the special thing about Pac. Um he can make you cry, he can make you laugh, he can make you wanna ride, he can make you uh pock a Pac song can make you just feel in the range of anything, man, and um it's really unfortunate that he's not with us. But I think greatness of that magnitude is not meant to be with us for a long time in life. I just think it's just written in the stars that when you're that great, it's not supposed to, uh, be here long. That saying all good things must come to an end. Um, that surely, surely is the case in Tupac's situation. Um, I am a Tupac connoisseur, um, I got to give a shout out to the Hughes brothers for doing his uh, documentary about him and his mother, it was beautifully produced, it was just, it was probably the best Tupac uh, documentary that I've ever seen, and the death they went into by him wanting to commit suicide before he went to prison. Um, and when he was talking at Black Panther movie, uh, a party uh, at, at meetings, um, when he first rapped Panther Power, the first time I've heard it, when he was rapping on stage, um, Tupac would man, like, if he wasn't going to be great in hip-hop, he was going to be great at something else. Tupac just has that it factor. Tupac, like, obviously, i never been around Tupac. I never got a chance to meet him, but you could just tell just through the screen that this man was going it was meant for greatness, no matter what he decided to do. So if he was a general, he was gonna be a great general. If he was gonna be president, he was gonna be a great president. Um you anything that he decided to do, he was gonna be great at. I mean, we've seen his acting skills, uh, the range. My favorite character that he did, I don't know if it's between Bishop and birdie on above the rim. Um, I honestly think that he would have an Oscar by now. He would have an Oscar by now. Uh, he'd probably have like two or three Oscars by now. I wish the generation could see what we've seen in the 90s. Um, also, he has some bad points. Um with this rape case. Um sexual excuse me, a sexual assault case. And um I'm gonna be honest with y'all. Um I listened to the woman on a DJ Vlad interview. She's very beautiful. To this day she's still very she is like a nine. Even at she's almost fifty and she looks this good, y'all. If you don't know her, you should check her out. She's very beautiful her story seemed very credible Um, I know we don't like to look at our heroes in a negative light I know we don't want to um wanna say bad things to be ill you know you know towards the dead and anything else but I will say that listening to her and having two daughters myself Um, it's, it's, um, she seemed very credible, and I would say in that Tupac made a lot of bad decisions that night, and I'm not saying if he's guilty or innocent, but just that night, I would say he made a lot of bad decisions, and... 'Cause just like y'all in the nineties, I was like, nah, Pac didn't do that. They just trying to set him up and and you know, they just trying to take another black man down and everything else. But when you listen to that young woman in her interview, I can tell that she wasn't lying. And I know a lot of Pac lovers are gonna say, Man, how can you be a Pac lover like yourself, Jerome, and say this? I call it Spade Babe. I don't dance unless I hear music, and I don't scratch my head unless I itch. And that beautiful black woman uh, seemed very credible in her story. Um, as we know, Tupac's not here to defend himself, um, but I just want to say she's, shes it sounded very credible. Now, I'm pretty sure Machiavelli has a a different side of the story or whatever, but whatever it is, it's water under the bridge now, but let's just say Tupac did not make the best decisions that night. Even if he's innocent, he didn't make the best decisions last night. I mean, you guys know how I feel about Kobe Bryant and that his case in Colorado. Uh, I don't think he sexually assaulted the woman in Colorado, but... I will say that sh- Kobe did not make the best decisions that night in that hotel room in Colorado. So, with that being said, um, Tupac, he's doing movies, he's, he's selling, uh, uh, Me Against the World dropped. Um, um but before that, he gets shot at Quad Studios or attempted robbery or whatever. Um the allegation is that Jimmy Hitchman had him set up and um Yeah, he was going up to see, you know, Junior Mafia. And um It's a bad night all the way around that night. Um, some people say he shot himself, uh, which is possible. He possibly could have shot himself, but um, you cannot humanly shoot yourself five times, though. It's not possible. It's humanly impossible to shoot yourself five times. So, like I said, I wasn't there. Um, so... It's really hard to say um what really happened, but he got shot five times, went to the hospital, checked himself out the hospital to go to his uh court date. Um and then he was found guilty of sexual assault, was sentenced to one to four years in prison. Um, obviously he appealed it, um, but he didn't have the money to pay the Bells to get himself out. And, um, Snoop tells Suge Knight, Hey man, we need to, we need to go get Pop. He's on our team. He used to be on our team. Suge Knight and Pac talk. And Pac promised him, man, if you get me out of here, and when I sign the death row, I'm trying to tell you. I'm going to take Pac to a level. He said, I'm going to take death row to a level it's never been. Suge Knight gets the one million. He gets out Pac. But before I I finish, just summarizing what happened to Pac's career. Here's the reason why I think um, Pac acted the way he acted when he got out of prison. First and foremost, his birthday is June 16th. My birthday is June 22nd. And the one thing I will say, I get it. I get it. I felt that way a couple of years ago when I felt like I was being abandoned. And when you felt like you're being abandoned to to people that you were loyal to, to the people you're always there for and the people you help, I got a way to get out of prison. Nobody wanted to pay my bill. Allegedly, he broke up with Madonna because she, she was white or whatever. But if Madonna... Who was supposed to reportedly dating Tupac while he was locked up. Why would she not put the meal to get him out? See, did he? why Why didn't he put the meal to get Pac out? You're supposed to be my boys. You're supposed to be my man. And nobody comes and gets me? Hey yo biggie I got shot up coming to see you man you're supposed to be the king of New York man Just tell me tell me who robbed me man tell me who shot me you' supposed to be the king of New York hey um hey biggie you you never came to see me while I was locked up The only thing I heard was a who shot your song. And people are wondering why the man's so angry when he gets out. I totally understand. I've been there. The people that was around Tupac was wrong. His, the friends y'all was wrong. You should have got the man out. Fucking writing him letters, Tell him to keep his head up. All that other that bullshit doesn't matter when you have the resources to help him. A lot of those people had the resources to help him. Now I don't know their situations. But they had enough resources to get to get them out. I get it. I felt that same way when I was homeless like four four or five years ago. All my boys turned my back on me. And what you find out and what you find out is who's your friend and who is your family. You find out real quick in your time of need who's real and who isn't. So when Pac, people come out, man, man, Pac, you he know, he's, 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 you know, he's, he's, you know, he's wowing, man. He, you know, he's riding on everybody, man. He's tripping. No, I get it. I get it. You can't be my friend or claim to be my friend. Or my family. Or claim to love me. If. You sitting on a a, a room full of bread. And I'm starving. But you going around constantly telling me. How much you got love for me. How much you love me man. how How much. You're my man and everything. But when I'm in need. You ain't answering your phone. When I'm in need, or I'm stranded, you know, you won't come and get me. Being there is being there. So I get it. He goes to death row. He dropped All Eyes on Me, (laughs) quadruple. You couldn't go down the street without hearing somebody bumping Tupac, especially All Eyes on Me. And Tupac's blowing up. California Love drops. You couldn't, couldn't, you couldn't. God, they played the damn song every five minutes. Got on my damn nerves. I to this day I can't play California Love. Because of because of the radio, because they played it so much. That and the Crossroads, the song "The Crossroads," <laughs> those are two rap songs I can't listen to because of the radio. But I digress. So, so now. Epoxy on 4 or 5 million albums And he's with Death Row and Suge Knight And the Maupai Ru Um Now I'm pretty sure he feels Invincible Um But Like we, we don't know this obviously But I think Started getting the feeling of something bad's going to happen. Something, something's off, and, um, they say you start acting different before you die. And or acting different or weird or when you die. But I had a feeling that Pac was feeling around. He was feeling a little uneasy or whatever. Um, some people say that he was trying to leave death row. Some of the outlaws said he wasn't trying to leave death row. But Pac uh kind of seen or felt like uneasy being on death row um then now we have that night in vegas which was the demise of Tupac and i guess the rest is history Get quiet, cause I still get emotional when Tupac died, and because I mean, it shouldn't have happened. Um, I don't want to go over him being murdered and everything, because I mean, we all know what happened. Um, but the reason why Tupac was like a superhero to us, especially as young black men, he took a shot at the cops, nothing happened, got shot five times, he survived it, got beat up by the police in Oakland came back stronger got convicted of rape still got out and was driving you know dropping multi-platinum um, albums and we've seen pop go to all this for six years in any situation he went into he came out on top It's up tonight in Vegas. Um, The reason why I think we, um, sorry, I just get really, really, really sad when I think of Tupac dying, man. And The reason why I get so sad and I, I start to cry when I think of Tupac dying was he meant to so much to us black men especially in his music because of what he's rapping about and there's not one black man in the United States or one African in the United States that couldn't feel what he was saying in his music and See white people we all like Tupac, y'all like him for his music, this for his music, but y'all y- y'all could never relate to Tupac and the things that he was saying against music and how it resonated in us because. Every song of Tupac's, especially on All Eyes on Me, I felt that way as a black man in America. Every song. And it's just. He meant so much to so many people. Like a Donna Jones lost a fiance, Afini lost a son. We lost our favorite rapper. Yeah. his sister lost a brother. Suge lost a friend. Like he was so many things to so many people that you, it is just mind boggling how he died for something so senseless. Uh, mostly the block excuse me, mostly to blame for his demise is Tupac I understand Trayvon Lane whispered yeah hey, that there he is right there and he took off on on, on, on baby Lane And, um, it's unfortunate, man, that, uh, that a man pretty much died over some gang bang shit, man. And, I blame Suge. I blame, uh, his security. Um, plenty of blame to go around for Tupac, but it's mostly on him. And Fatal, may he rest in peace, said, "I'm beef." Why is Tupac even rolling in the dirt with someone to say he had me and Pac had a fight? He said if he, he wasn't there because he had a court date, but he said he thinks that had he been there, that would have turned out way different. Because, you know, he's in the streets and there's things that you can and you can't do and he's exactly right in the streets. That's one of them. Tupac should not have been wrestling or fighting anybody that, that's not making records. Or he should have been fight with anybody that is making records. But... A lot of blame got to go on Suge. He's supposed to protect the Golden Goose, man. And Mob James, who was part of the, the Mob Pyrus security um, on death row, he said Pox should have been grabbed, took away from the situation, and he should have let the homies handle, you know, Baby Lane. And at the end of his life, um, Tupac did not make the best decisions, man. he didn't make the best decisions um, he was wise beyond his years and I blame a lot of that on Suge. and I know how brilliant of a businessman Suge is but you have to protect your brightest star you do and Shook did a very poor job, of you know, of considering Park like a little brother. And um, this is the, our end result of him being gone. But me, I don't. I'm not a God believer, but I just think the universe um, gave us uh, this 25 year gift and said, this is going to be Tupac. He's not going to be here long, but this is my gift to the world. And And um I need to enjoy this man why while, while while he's here. Uh if you're a Pac fan, like the millions across the world, um he has a song called How Long Will They Mourn Me? Forever Pac Forever. I don't even care what happens in the Keefy D trial. Keefy D is the guy accusing of handing Orlando the gun and shooting Tupac. It's the accessory to his murder. I don't care if he's guilty or innocent. I care about Pac being gone. And... I'm just thankful that I was around while he was on this earth. Um, the six years that I had him, or had him, or known of him, I should say, felt like six minutes. Um, I had a time machine and I wouldn't stop what happened, but I definitely would have told my younger self to, hey man, I wouldn't have told my younger self what's going to happen to Pac, but I would have said, hey man, you really need to enjoy him while he's here. Because the closest thing we ever came to another Pac was his hologram every time i uh i see uh, his hologram they did a really good job with it i i get emotional again because you always think about what could have been I kind of skipped something, so I want to go back to it a little bit. Um, him and the Snoop situation. They weren't on good terms when he died. And if Snoop is his real friend, I know it has to bother him to this day. Now, I'm going to come to it from both angles. Tupac's really upset with him because we're supposed to be riding on Biggie and Puffy. And you go on and tell the world that Biggie and Puffy are my homeboys. Well, I'm with Pac on, kind of on this because I understand that's how I am. Either you're with or against me. There is no in-between. That's how I've always been. And obviously that's how Pac is. And that and that's how 50 Cent is. Either you're with or against me. There is no in-between. Like, yo, if I'm beefing with somebody and you're with me and if I see you hollering at him, trying, kicking it with him and all that type of stuff and everything else, hey, man, I'm going to shun you and you can't fuck with me no more. I'm like that. I get what Pac was like. I get it. You up here on the road with me. You up here. uh, You know. Telling you know. Saying. um, um, Singing hit him up with me. And that type stuff. And then. You go. On the radio station to say. Biggie and Puffy are my homeboys. I get it. I get it. But on the flip side of that is. Scoop Dogg just beat a murder case. And I'm pretty sure when you beat a murder case. You can't get in trouble for shit. You can't get in trouble for shit. So I get why. I don't know why he said. Puffy and Big Ear are my homeboys. But. I get why he wouldn't know parts of that beef. And what I don't get on Snoop's side is knowing how Pac is. Pac is, like I said, either with me or you're against me. Why he was going to radio and say something like that. So, I get it. I I get I, I get Snoop's situation is like I just be the murder case, man. I I don't want nothing to do with this shit, man. I get it. Because once you come that close to spending the rest of your life in, in, in prison, I mean, and you and you get off, okay. You understand, like okay. There's some things that I can and there's some things that I can't do. So that being said. Pac is like a walking enigma. (laughs) See, he was a Gemini. And y'all know Gemini's have split personalities. And you've seen it with Pac. Pac can make a song as great as Um, keep your head up. To, um, to a song like "When We Ride," and I hit them up. Pac is, you know, talking about he kept talking about Black Love and, you know, Panther Power and everything else too. <laughs> My four four makes sure all your kids won't grow. Pac is, there's no middle with Pac, either he's extremely angry, or he is the coolest person in the world to be around, just like the average Gemini, man, and and that's why he's so revered, he had so much range, as far as music, far as his acting as far as his life as far as all the things Pac went into man all the things that he was and all the things that happened like there was never a dull moment with Tupac either he was doing something really really good or he was getting in trouble for something really really bad and even with the roller coaster ride with Tupac even though you know it's a roller coaster ride. Not nothing, nothing is ever guaranteed. Nothing is uh nothing is very settled when it comes to Tupac. And um even with all that madness in his life, man, um He never like you just never you wanted to see it end. See, Pac died at twenty-five. And I look at me now and a twenty five year old me. And he wasn't the finished product. And I always wanted to see the finished product of Pac. And that's why we revere him so much. We revere him so much because... We're not going to see another one. Like usually in music and, 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 and you know, in, in, in the world of entertainment, you see... Um, a person, and you might see a person come behind them that's similar, or he, he or she might seem the same, whatever like that. But with Pac, he is the one. He got he he was named the wrong name. He should have been called One Pac because he is the one, and. There is no one like Pac. There is no one that looks like Pac. There's no one that has his his swagger. There's no one. Like. There's just no comparison. Even when it comes to music. I think Jay-Z would be the closest. When it comes to his music. The closest. You know. Um, But. Like. Pac is just. Great at everything. He is like the original. He is the. The alpha and the omega. Pac is. Like you just can't. There's just no word to describe Pac. He's just Pac. And. That's why you still hear interviews being about him. That's why you see so many murals about Tupac. That's why you see comparisons to Pac. That's why you see what it all comes down to is Pac. And that's why he's the icon he is. I don't give a fuck about that star that they have for him in Hollywood. I don't give a fuck about that. I don't give a fuck about his platinum albums. Just Pac himself. And him being pop Is his own reward And I think The universe Made it to the point where Pac Is just Like he had no kids No sons or daughters or anything like that So like the universe said, you're only going to get this one. There ain't going to be no carbon copies. There ain't going to be no clones. This is Pac. And this is the only one you're ever going to get. And Pac gives you a feeling that you're never going to get again. this is why the world misses him so much Pac this gives you this feeling of excitement mixed with a little bit of sadness mixed with a little bit of hope mixed with a little bit of anger all the Pac makes you feel all that at once man it's a roller coaster ride where you feel scared while you're doing it, but when you get off, you're glad you did it. And like I said, I wish my son wish my son's could have seen Tupac And why They understand why I play him so much when when he's in my car The outlaws Have to be some of the luckiest People in the world And I say they outlaws because Tupac to Afini and his family is just Tupac to them, you know. But to us, he's almost like a godlike figure. You know what I'm saying? So it just hurts that uh it hurts. That he's gone. And for the people that think he's weak. Because I I get quiet. And I get emotional. When I talk about Tupac. Because. I think I knew it at 18. That I'm never going to see this kind of greatness again. I knew it. And that's why I get so emotional when I talk about Pac, because I just think it's not fair that uh the universe can give us something or give us someone like this, and he be taken away so quickly, man. So one thing that I obviously, obviously I learned from Pac is that I appreciate artists like J. Cole, Drake, Kendrick. I appreciate them so much more now because I don't know how much, how long I'm going to, you know, have them or, or get to appreciate them. And that's One thing I will always love Pac for, for teaching me, man. You have to appreciate what you have while you have it. It was a lesson that it took too long for me to learn. But now that I've learned it, it's a lesson that I'm going to continue to keep with me. And it's a lesson that, um, that's going to uh get me through these hard times that i've been through these past couple years but how long will they mourn me forever Pac? and here's the thing my favorite rapper is biggie my favorite rapper is biggie i think biggie's the best to ever do it but That's just rap skill. But when it comes to music. It's not even close, man. It's not even close. So. In closing of this podcast. I want everybody. If you listen to this and promise me you're going to do this that you'll play your favorite Pac song, man. And I know that's going to be hard to do because he has so many great songs. Pick a one's going to be hard to do. But if you listen to this podcast, I just want you to just play the song, close your eyes, and picture him rolling. If you're a pox fan, you'll get that. But, um... I want to end the podcast with this. Life, hey, Alexa, play Life Goes On by Tupac. Life Goes On by Tupac on Amazon Music.
0: How many brothers feel victim to the state? Rest in peace, there's a heaven for you. Be alive if I teach you, then I never thought of that. My niggas, we the last ones left. But life goes on? How many brothers fell victim to the streets? Rest in peace, young nigga. There's a heaven for you. Be alive. If I told you that I never thought of death, my niggas, we the last ones. Left. Life, goes cause running. I failed through the empty halls, breath stinking in my drawers, Ring, 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 quiet y'all, here come and call. Plus, it's my homie from high school, He getting by. It's time to worry, enough a brother, nobody cry. Like a baller, alcohol, and booty calls. He used to do them as adolescents. Do you recall? Raise this G's. loped low down, blaze the weed. Get on the roof, let's get smoked out and blaze with me. Two in the morning, and we still high assed out. Screaming, duck till I die before I pass out. But now that you're gone, I'm in the zone. Thinking, I don't wanna die all alone. But now you're gone. All I got left is stinking memories. I love them niggas to death. I'm drinking Hennessy. I try to make it last, I drink a fifth for that ass when you pass, cause life goes on. How many brothers fell victim to the shit rest in peace young nigga, there's a heaven for it be a lie if I told you that I never thought of death, my nigga, we the last ones left, but life goes on. How many brothers fell victim to the shoot, rest in peace young nigga, there's a heaven for a be a lie if I told you that I never thought of death. My nigga, be the last one, and life goes on, yeah nigga, I got the word as hell, you blue trowel, and the judge get you 25 with an L, time to prepare the two Fair time won't be parole, imagine life as a convict that's getting old with the drama with looking out for your baby's mama taking risks while keeping cheese checks from getting owner life in the hood is all good for nobody remember gaming on dumb hotties at your body. me and you no true or two while scheming on hits and getting tricks that maybe we can slide through. but now you worry rest nigga cause i ain't worried I saying goodbye at the cemetery the I got your name tatted on my arm so we both roam to my dying days Before I say goodbye, catering with men to rest in peace Though till I die, how many brothers fail victim to the streets? Rest
1: in peace, young
0: nigga. Hey, rest in peace, pop. I, I love
1: you, you that,
0: that, my nigga Hey, man, y'all be good to yourself, man. And, uh, let's be better to each other, bro. Hawk and walk we out.